Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon, skies will slowly clear as our temperatures hover around 53 to 58 degrees. This evening, clouds will continue to exit the region with just a few passing clouds overnight, mid-30s to lower 40s by early tomorrow morning. Mostly cloudy for your Saturday. High temperatures will be in the 40s, a bit on the breezy side, giving us wind chills in the 30s. Sunday, lots of sunshine near 50 degrees. We're in the 60s come Monday and Tuesday near 70 by Wednesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds holding on 47 degrees. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up. One way of getting an arena built in Alexandria is apparently dead. I'm Neil Augenstein. We'll talk about possible options moving forward with the lawmaker who sponsored the arena bill. Dinner can already be door dashed. Soon, maybe a six-pack or a bottle of wine. I'm John Doman. School bus struggles. Fix it. What's being proposed in Prince George's County? I'm Lynn Bowie. The Dow is up 84 points at 2 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Peter King. Tomorrow marks two years since Russia began its war with Ukraine. And speaking to the National Governors Conference, President Biden says Vladimir Putin was mistaken. That he could roll into Ukraine and he would roll over them. Two years later, he remains wrong. He didn't do that. He wasn't able to do that. Kiev is still standing. Ukraine is still free, and the people of Ukraine remain unbowed and unbroken. And Mr. Biden has also announced some 500 new sanctions on Russia, specifically its war machine. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. You can tell, though, by the top lines um, exactly what the administration is trying to do. As an example, uh, Russia's top company, uh, Michelle, which is the leading maker of specialty steel used in Russia's attack helicopters, are sanctioned, as well as a railroad logistics company. The family of the late dissident Alexei Navalny says Russian officials are now threatening them. CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick. A spokesperson for Navalny says Russian investigators called his mother and gave her an ultimatum. Three hours to agree to a secret funeral without the public or he would be buried immediately on prison grounds. She has so far refused. Navalny died suddenly a week ago at an Arctic prison. His mother has demanded for death that authorities hand over his body for burial. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is far behind Donald Trump in her home state. Haley says no matter what happens in the GOP primary there tomorrow, she plans to keep going. Contradictory statements about an Alabama court ruling on in vitro fertilization could mean trouble for her. CBS's Tarian Small. It certainly complicates her plan to convince independent and maybe moderate Democrats to go underneath her tent here. Uh, she understands that a state like South Carolina is firmly Trump country. In Athens, Georgia. 
vigil at the University of Georgia for a student whose body was found in the woods. Lakin Hope Riley was a nursing student at a nearby school and was reported missing after going for a run yesterday. Police say her body had signs of injuries, and now they're interviewing a person of interest. We should know more about how the Odysseus Lunar Lander is doing. A little bit later this afternoon, manufacturer Intuitive Machines says Odysseus is, quote, alive and well. The flight controllers have been communicating with it. And so far, there's no more specific information. The company plans a news conference in about three hours. Odysseus is the first privately owned and operated spacecraft to land safely on the moon. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 83 points. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 203 on WTOP on this Friday, February 23rd, 2024. We have cloudy skies right now, and we're sitting at 49 degrees. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ainelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. Another political setback for those who want a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. A bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee that project has effectively died in Virginia's General Assembly. But lawmakers aren't done exploring other possibilities for getting the project approved. Prince William County Delegate Luke Torian says his standalone House bill that would establish a sports and entertainment authority will not be heard in the Senate. He tells the Washington Post that Senate Appropriations Committee Chairwoman L. Louise Lucas told him so since she didn't die at the Senate standalone bill. But a House budget bill still remains that would establish the authority that could fund the project by issuing bonds, Torian says. Monumental Sports says it's not a surprise, and they always believe the deal would be worked out in the budget process. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And we will talk to Delegate Luke Torian about this latest development coming up at 2.15. Ordering alcohol to your front door. Maryland might soon allow local liquor stores to contract with companies like DoorDash and Instacart for delivery services. Right now, the state's local liquor boards have the authority to permit liquor stores to deliver to customers, though only using their own employees. Maryland lawmakers are looking at allowing third-party delivery apps like DoorDash to pick up alcohol from a liquor store and deliver it right to your home. Customers want delivery. They're getting everything delivered these days. Chad Harrell's with DoorDash, and he told Maryland Senate Finance Committee that in other states that offer this. Small, independent liquor stores actually saw a 180% increase in sales. That means a lot of alcohols being delivered to people's homes. Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer admitted he doesn't like the bill. And there is a distinct difference between alcohol and a hamburger. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. Thanks to a new audit, we're getting a closer look at a shortage of school bus drivers in Prince George's County. The hiring process for bus drivers is long and inefficient. Starting bell times don't align well, and communication with families is unsatisfactory. Just some of the key findings in the transportation audit for Prince George's County Public Schools presented at Thursday's Board of Education meeting. Recommendations include consolidating stops and increasing the use of smaller vehicles. One parent was blunt. You have actionable recommendations in front of you. To save millions of dollars and solve the problem, you have no more excuses. Fix it. 
The superintendent will present his implementation plan at the next board meeting. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Well, there were 1,200 work zone crashes on Maryland roads last year. One of them killed six workers. That happened on the Baltimore Beltway. As WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us, state lawmakers are now considering a bill to boost fines for speeding near those zones. Just some of the comments about driver behavior during a hearing in Annapolis. People have absolutely gone crazy. I see people driving faster than I've ever seen them before. The crash was scary. My life flashed before my eyes. Lieutenant Governor Aruna Miller, a former transportation engineer, talked about the dangers in highway work zones. It's not a matter of if they will see a crash on the job site. It's a matter of when. She testified on behalf of a bill that would add automated speed cameras to work zones and boost fines from $40 to $290. Senator William Folden had concerns about that. I don't feel that the design of this is to be a money grab. But Folden suggested graduated fines depending on the violation. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The anthem in D.C. welcomes the band Portugal the Man this weekend. WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley caught up with the front man to give us a preview. It's funny like how many anthem and 930 club shirts and hoodies you see among crew members as you travel around at festivals. Everybody's repping. John Gourley grew up in Alaska with dog sledding parents before discovering music. Portugal was just the furthest place from Alaska. It was on the other side of the globe. And why the period? Portugal period, the man. Portugal's the name period, and he's the man. Oh, okay. So Portugal, period, he's the man. The concert is this weekend at the Anthem. Jason Braley, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A popular Bethesda restaurant is closing its doors for a little while. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Time for traffic and weather on the 8s. Dave Dildine is in the traffic center. Nick, overcast, but overall uneventful on the highways. Just a few notes in Virginia. Outer loop between 66 and 50. The broken down car cleared. Delays will ease. So far, so good at the Legion and Wilson Bridges. 66, nothing to write home about. 95 northbound, a bit heavy near Newington and Belvoir. Southbound traffic is slow, leaving Fredericksburg into Spotsylvania County after an earlier incident. And northbound traffic is at its slowest on 95 through Marine Corps Base Quantico. The crash, or what remains of it near Triangle Exit 150 is along the far right side, but still very slowly getting by that on the interstate and with some northbound bailout on U.S. Route 1. Also a crash reported on Route 1 south of Boswell's Corner near Woodstock Lane. In Maryland, on 95 in the BW Parkway, not much going on, although there is a crash reported on the parkway near Powder Mill Road. So watching your mirrors, 270. So far, so good through Montgomery and Frederick County. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Skies will continue to clear as you move through the remainder of the afternoon. 
it's going to be a slow process through the evening hours with temperatures in the 50s. As we head into the overnight, just a few passing clouds. Wake-up readings will be in the upper 30s to lower 40s inside the Beltway, a little bit colder off toward the north and west. Saturday brings cold temperatures, highs only in the 40s, wind chill factors in the 30s with lots of clouds. Sunshine returns on Sunday with highs near 50. We're in the 60s Monday and Tuesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Heavy cloud cover, 47 degrees in Tyson's, 46 in Waldorf, 48 outside of our studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 210, Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Ian Crawford. Sean, Monami Gabi, a staple on Bethesda Row, is shutting its doors, but it's not going away. The Washington Business Journal reporting the restaurant will close for a big renovation. It's expected to reopen by the end of the year. It's not au revoir, but a bientôt. Comedian Nate Margazzi could set an attendance record at Eagle Bank Arena tonight. Monumental Sports and Entertainment says over 10,400 tickets have been sold for Margazzi's show tonight. He drew 14,000-plus at Capital One Arena last night. The website DCS.com is gone. A splash screen on the site says they stopped publishing new content today, and it took folks to public radio outlet WAMU. DCS, or check that uh, Axios DC reports the station also laid off 15 staffers moving from digital publishing to focus on radio and digital audio. DCS founded in 2004. Stocks mostly up. The only fly in the ointment is the NASDAQ, which is off 24. Ian Crawford, WTLP News. Imagine you've got your favorite playlist on, the wind in your hair, and the open road ahead. But in this case, the journey is about the destination since you're headed to the gorgeous region of Richmond, Virginia. Your road trip starts at visitrichmondva.com. Coming up on WTOP, a bill for a new arena in Alabama. Alexandria is now dead in Virginia's General Assembly. So what happens next? We'll break it all down as we're joined by the bill's sponsor, Delegate Luke Torian. It's 212. Hello, I'm Abigail Spanberger, and I am proud to serve Virginia's 7th District in Congress. Here's something you might not know. If you or a loved one are having an issue with a federal agency, like the IRS, the VA, or Social Security, my office can help. Serving Virginians, including our veterans, seniors, and federal employees, is my job. So if we can help, go to spanberger.house.gov. That's spanberger.house.gov. Paid for by the funds authorized by the House of Representatives for the 7th District of Virginia. Looking for financial stability and growth? Eagle Bank has you covered. With competitive interest rates and flexible terms on business and personal CD accounts, Eagle Bank ensures your money works as hard as you do. Open a personal CD account in branch or online at EagleBankCorp.com. That's E-A-G-L-E-B-A-N-K-C-O-R-P.com or call 301-986-1800. For business CD accounts, visit an Eagle Bank branch. Let your savings soar higher with Eagle Bank. Member FDIC. It's a new year. Perfect time for a change. Do you have a well-loved vehicle that you no longer need or that's too expensive to fix? Save your money and donate your vehicle to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Call today to donate and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. And later this hour on WTOP, the economic impact of America's obsession with losing weight. Stay with us here on WTOP. This is the day of the big sale at your gift shop. Welcome in. So this isn't just a big day for your business. It's a big day for the network keeping it all connected. 
That is, if it can handle the pressure. Next in line, please. So is it possible to get business internet you can really count on? It is. With 99.9% network reliability from Comcast Business. It's like this neat little bow. Do you like that gift wrap? Really ties it all together. Reliable internet for your business. It's not just possible. It's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract. Plus, ask how to get an $800 prepaid card on a qualifying gig bundle. Don't wait. Call or go online today to switch to Comcast Business. Ends 5524. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 50 megabits per second internet and security edge. Equal bill and auto pay required. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After 12 months, regular rate supply. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 214. I'm Nick Ainelli. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. It's another political setback for those who want a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. Says a bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the project is now effectively dead in Virginia's General Assembly. It passed in the House of Delegates but didn't get out of committee in the Senate. So what happens now? Well, with us to break it all down, Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian, who sponsored the arena bill in the House. Delegate Torian, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Tell us how you learned that the bill wouldn't make it out of the Senate committee there. Uh, walk us through how you found out about this. I had a meeting with uh, Madam President, uh, President Pro Tem Louise Lucas. And uh, in the midst of our conversation, she shared with me that uh, she would not be docketing uh, House Bill 1514. And uh, that did not, it did not come as a surprise to me. Um, she did not uh, hear uh, Senator Scott Sorrell's arena bill. And typically, if the Senate does not hear its own member's bill, is highly unlikely that they would hear a House bill. So it did not come as a surprise to me. So as you were talking with Senator Eloise Lucas, I'm wondering, we've heard about infighting between Northern Virginia Democrats and her, Senator Eloise Lucas. Now, she she is not from Northern Virginia. You are. Can you tell us about the dynamic between Senator Eloise Lucas and Northern Virginia Democrats? Does she hold resentment toward Northern Virginia, in your opinion? Can you just tell us what, what the deal is between the two sides there? I have no idea what the sentiments are between uh Madam President and the Northern Virginia uh, senators. Uh, I do not get involved in Senate uh, matters. I have enough on my hand dealing with uh, the Appropriations Committee over on the House side. Yeah, we'd love to hear from Senator Eloise Lucas. We've put out numerous requests to her office, and she never responds in any way about these uh, these matters, these inquiries that we have. So thank you so much for talking to us about it. Sure. Does, does this come as a – you said it wasn't a surprise, but how do you feel about it? You must have – it must be a letdown, right, the fact that essentially this particular bill didn't make it out? Well – like any other bill, you would want to have your bill heard when it goes over on crossover. We all would like to have our bills to be heard on the Senate side. Uh, but as I indicated to you earlier, that is not a surprise because typically that has been the practice. And it's the same practice on the House side. If we do not hear a House bill uh, when Senate bills come to us and um, they are identical in nature, uh, we typically will not hear the Senate bill either. So that's a tradition that has gone on uh, with the General Assembly for a while. So this particular bill is dead, but the 
overall plan for the new arena is not dead. What do you think is the most likely path forward in the General Assembly now on all of this? What can we expect next? Well, in House Bill 29, which we passed out uh, on Thursday, uh, there's uh, the bill is is in in the budget bill, and so we will take up uh, House Bill 29 in conference, and in that conference we will deal with uh, the arena bill that's in the budget bill. Okay, so essentially what you're saying is it's going to continue, but in private budget negotiations. That's is that correct? That is correct. Yes, sir. Okay, so the plan is not dead. Negotiations are ongoing, but this bill is effectively dead. Thank you so much, Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian. Really appreciate your time. You're quite welcome. Thank you. Quick look now at the top stories we're working on for you, WTOP. President Biden has announced more than 500 new sanctions on Russia and the most significant punishment since Moscow's invasion of Ukraine nearly two years ago. South Carolina voters prepare to cast their ballots for president with polls in the GOP race favoring Donald Trump. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It is 2-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 95 southbound, not a bad trip down to Stafford County. The going gets slower through Fredericksburg, but with lanes open, Richmond bound. Northbound traffic bogs down beyond Aquia Harbor. Through Quantico, the remains of a crash near exit 150 Triangle, mostly now over on the right shoulder. They might still be crowding the right side, but getting this one resolved, probably not worth bailing on Route 1. That's filled up, but the crash in Aquia near Woodstock Lane should also be out of the way. On 66, nothing doing. Westbound traffic just a little heavy out of Roslyn, but so far so good beyond the Beltway. Caller in Old Town Alexandria finding a crash on Duke Street west of Telegraph Road near West Taylor Run Parkway, and that's reported on the right side. Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, a couple of random slowdowns, but not bad. In Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, that crash that uh, paramedics went for, well, they found it northbound before Powder Mill Road, and the left side is blocked. 95 works better through Laurel. To 70 without delay from Rockville to Frederick, Route 50. Between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, it is smooth sailing. Mantech, securing the future of the nation with cognitive cyber, high-tech, high-end systems engineering, and more. Powered by AI and machine learning, we are Mantech.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Now the forecast with 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Steve, no sunshine today. Uh, it's going to arrive. The skies are going to brighten up a little bit as we head through the next couple of hours. So I know it looks really gloomy inside and around the Capitol Beltway. Most of the wet weather, looking at radar right now, has exited the immediate metro area inside the Beltway for the District, Arlington and Alexandria, but still across Southern Maryland. That's going to draw to a close over the coming hours. And from west to east, our skies are going to brighten up a little bit. Now, temperatures for this afternoon, anywhere from the upper 40s to lower 50s as they move into the overnight passing clouds, but then clouds are going to begin to increase after midnight again, and that's a part of another weather maker that's going to bring us perhaps a sprinkle or two early Saturday morning. Highs on Saturday will only be in the 40s with wind chill factors in the upper 30s. We lose the wind on Sunday. We're near 50 degrees, middle 60s on Monday and Tuesday, and nearing 70 by Wednesday at a cold front later in the day into early Thursday morning. At this hour, 47 Tysons, 49 degrees in Trinidad, and 47 in Silver Spring. All right. Stay with us here on WTOP. Up next. A program aimed at bringing culturally relevant meals to schools is coming to D.C. I'm Mike Marilla. 221. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. 
You've been thinking about upgrading your old bath or shower. Now's the time. With seven decades of experience and our lifetime warranty, you'll be thinking, what took me so long? Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbaths.com to get your free estimate today. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Kimberly Wolf, president and CEO of Ronald McDonald House Charities of Greater Washington, D.C. FVC Bank is proud to support the critical mission of Ronald McDonald House Charities of Greater Washington, D.C. I invite listeners to donate and get involved. We value FVC Bank as a trusted financial partner. And take it from me, folks, you can too. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Your projects begin here. The Capital Remodeling Garden Show, February 23rd through 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. Three days only for great deals, new ideas, and practical advice with trusted local experts to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss Kevin O'Connor, host of the award-winning PBS series, This Old House. And step into spring with inspirational displays from top local Local landscapers, from kitchens and baths to flooring and more. Don't miss the Capital Remodeling Garden Show. Buy tickets early and save at CapitalRemodelingGarden.com. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com to learn more. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 224. Well, it's an organization that brings meals into schools that reflect the cultural backgrounds of students. It operates in other cities, including New York and Philadelphia, and it wants to do the same here in D.C. now. Red Rabbit, which bills itself as a social justice organization, says it looks for communities that lack what's needed to provide culturally affirming foods for students. Particularly amongst communities of color. The organization's vice president, Nashur Han, he says the group is talking to organizations that help with food need in D.C. that it can partner with to bring fresh cooked meals into school cafeterias in Ward 7 and 8. We are still in the process of that fact-finding of really getting to understand the cultures at a granular level. But he sees menu items such as ropa vieja, which is a Cuban beef stew, which he says is appreciated by a lot of cultures of the Caribbean. The goal of Red Rabbit is to have meals going out at the start of the new school year. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We've heard a lot about new weight loss drugs. America's obsession with them could mean a major boost for the economy. With the popularity of new weight loss drugs skyrocketing, Goldman Sachs predicts sales could boost the U.S. domestic product by 1% in the years to come. Some analysts predict the market for Ozempic and Munjaro could reach $100 billion a year by the end of the decade, with drug makers Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly leading the race. Patients without insurance can pay upwards of $1,000 a month for the injectables. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 
Ben Raby, what you got for us this afternoon? Hey, good afternoon, Sean. We've got good news, bad news situation for the Capitals. The good news, they've won three in a row. The bad news, they've lost a player due to injury in each of those three wins, and perhaps no injury more significant than the one suffered last night in Tampa Bay. And Oshie is down and hurting as a 